Welcome to Yin Untangled. I'm Kat Mead. Welcome everyone to this latest episode of Yin Untangled. So uh, you may have noticed if you've been listening for a while that I have changed my podcast artwork. Uh, so this podcast now is going to be a little bit more inclusive of general chats about life, about mysticism, different concepts relating to mysticism and spirituality. Uh, and of course, yin yoga will still be a very big uh, focus of this show. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sticking with me as I evolve. And yeah, next week, uh, we'll get back into some more of those yin yoga chats. But this week, I wanted to talk about the concept of getting out of your own way. So this is an idea that has been pretty consistent in my life over the past few years, uh, but it has been really strong over the last, I want to say in the last month or six weeks or so, it's gotten a lot stronger. I think it's really incredible actually that when you least expect it, someone will appear, will arrive in your life, in your sphere, who is able to give you a kind of lift, a kind of consistent pep talk. And in this case, it's from afar uh, and who can help you completely revolutionize your mindset, your business, your life, the way you do things and the way you see yourself. So this is what has happened for me recently. I was scrolling through Instagram in the bath, as you do, and I randomly probably not random, came across a woman from the US, so the other side of the world, who is a social media marketer, she's a business coach, she is a hashtag researcher, who teaches other women how to use social media authentically, intentionally, and in a really useful, fun way as well. Now, I can be pretty cynical of people I've never met. Um, sorry if we've never met, it's not personal. Um, but something about her and her energy and the message of what she was putting out hooked me immediately. So I looked through her page. I followed her. I saw that she had a free masterclass on using hashtags. I signed up for that. I did it. And I immediately subscribed to her monthly hashtag subscription site. And then maybe a week or two later, I bought her course about using reels on Instagram. Now, this is something I'd never done so quickly before. So she's either really fucking good at what she does or she's simply the right teacher, the right hype woman um, who's appeared for me at the right time. And actually, I'd say she's probably both. Now, I'd already started using Reels on Instagram before the course. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'd know that I've started using Reels and I'm having a lot of fun with them. Uh, but I only started using those because I randomly found her on Instagram. I found her account. So I'm pretty switched on when it comes to technology and creating, but I still actually learned quite a lot from it, not just to do with reels, but about content creation, about batching, about moving people from Instagram to your own mailing list. So I learned a lot and I still have a lot to implement actually from the course. It was really worth the money I spent on it, which was not very much. So this is totally off topic, um, but it's backstory and I think it's relevant to where I am now. So coming across this woman, her name's Courtney, I realized that I am allowed to have fun in my business and in my life, regardless of what I'm doing. 
Um, and it's, you know, it's not like I didn't know that. I've always been an extremely playful, young at heart kind of person. But over the past year, I think I had lost that a little bit. It's like I'd almost forgotten that part of myself because I'd been too afraid to access it. I'm, I'm pretty sure Brene Brown calls this foreboding joy. We don't let ourselves feel joy through fear that it won't last. So the last year for me, you know, if you've listened to this podcast in the past, in my story episodes, really, you'd know that I've experienced a lot of anxiety, some trauma over the past year. I mean, everyone has, and I feel really, I find it actually really hard to, uh, not to compare what I've been through to what everyone else is going through, because we're all going through a fucking pandemic and no one knows what the hell is going on. Uh, so I'm really mindful that I don't want to be like, I've had such a traumatic year. It's, it's not that I'm just that this is just part of my story, but, uh, long story short, (laughs) the past year, I feel like that playfulness and that fun had been a little bit lost. And the thing about being a yin yoga teacher and a yin yoga educator, you know, starting to teach other teachers about this, I think I somehow had the belief that in order to be taken seriously, I had to be really profound and serious because yin yoga is a really profound practice, but I need to bring myself into it. I need to bring my joy and I need to bring my fun and my experience into it and be myself. Otherwise it won't resonate. If I don't resonate with me, no one else is going to resonate with me. And therefore no one will want to come to my classes because what's the point? I can't teach them anything. I can't teach anything that I don't know from personal experience. And that's my opinion. I don't think that that is useful. So back to the point about uh, foreboding joy, not letting ourselves feel joy through fear in my case. The thing about that is that absolutely everything is impermanent. Success can be impermanent. Failure can be impermanent. The things we perceive as good and the things we perceive as bad can be impermanent. And this is why we need to feel our emotions. We need to let them move through. Otherwise, those things that were designed to be impermanent get stuck and we hold them for much longer than we should. And I use the word should lightly. Uh, But this is why we need to learn to trust, to listen, to pay attention. And side note, Like I said at the start, I am getting back to the yin yoga chats next week, but this is something yin yoga helps us with. Letting stuck emotions and stress become unstuck and it teaches us and helps us learn that it's safe to feel what can be difficult emotion or difficult sensation, whichever way you want to look at it. And that's why we need to get out of our own way. Now, what I mean when I say get out of your own way is that we or I, because I can only speak from experience, need to stop listening to the bullshit stories that fear and anxiety and my ego tell me, and I need to move towards the things that light me up. And I'm doing that a lot more, as I said earlier, um, over the past you know month, six weeks or so. So it doesn't mean I'm ignoring those things because the fears, the doubts, the memories all have their place. They all have their necessary functions, which is usually to keep us safe, but sometimes only serve to keep us small. So a little story. 
I had a really beautiful meditation experience recently where I was on a path. I actually find myself often on paths in meditation. This one was kind of like the yellow brick road, I think, from like the Wizard of Oz or something. Uh, And instead of feeling like I was fighting with my fear, my doubt, and even my joy, I was instead standing alongside them. And I knew they were there to support me, to walk beside me, rather than just having them in front of me, almost blocking the way, just in case there was some kind of hazard up ahead. Now, (laughs) the fear, the doubt, the joy, they were animals. And I was a Wonder Woman type character. And no, I wasn't tripping. Uh, But actually, this is something that comes through really often for me. I really resonate with that uh, energy of Diana, who is, you know, essentially Wonder Woman. Um, this is going to sound really strange if you don't know the kind of the backstory of, um, this energy, but if you look up the energy of Diana, I'm going to actually read this from an Oracle card set that I have called Keepers of the Light. And Diana relates to, uh, it says here, think about what you desire, set your sights high, expect the best possible outcome. So Diana is the Roman moon goddess of the hunt. She is also known as Artemis in Greek mythology, where she has similar attributes. Oh, interesting. I didn't know this. (laughs) She is often depicted with wild animals around her, and as she is associated with the moon, she connects deeply with the wild beasts that come out at night. She is often seen holding a bow and a quiver of arrows, which signifies her ability to help us focus on a vision. She also helps us tune into our intuitive side so that we can listen to the wisdom that will guide us towards our goal. In particular, she encourages women to move into their true power and promotes equality for all souls. Okay, I'm glad I actually got up and got this book as I was talking about this. I mean, I've edited this podcast, so you can't hear me getting up to get it, but uh now that I've read through that, I'm just like, well, fuck, that's uh, pretty pretty bang on with what I was just talking about with the animals being around me in that meditation and feeling into a Wonder Woman vibe uh, and moving into their true power. Um, yeah, I'm actually quite blown away by that. So cool. Good. Look up Diana if you're interested. That was from the Keepers of the Light Oracle Cards book. Uh, by Kyle Gray. He's a spiritual teacher. Um, Pretty cool, actually. So go look him up. All right. That was a massive side note, but I think it really made, well, it made sense to me. I'm really glad I looked that up just now. All right. Moving on. So, oh, well, moving back into what I was talking about. So when we work from a place of listening to the reasoning of our ego or our fear to either do or not do a thing, we are literally allowing past events, memories, and stories to lead us into our future. And I think that sometimes this limits us and what we will allow ourselves to experience or achieve. But we need to ask ourselves if these memories actually have any place there in our future. And it's not that we are not to remember things, obviously, but we're just not allowing them to tie us to things that cannot affect us anymore. Now, I'm talking about the teachers who put us down, the kids that teased us, the parents who criticized everything we did. And 
This is another side note. Those things can and do create trauma responses for many people. I'd argue most people. So it's no small thing being able to move through them, to understand them and to not allow them to affect us in our present and our future. Past events in our life teach us. They shape us. They can shape our outlook on our current situation and they can shape our perception of future events, which means that it's not as easy as just deciding to not let these things affect us anymore. It takes work and it takes paying attention. I do truly believe, though, that at any time, once we become aware, we can decide to do the work that allows us to break that habit of getting in our own way. And Dr. Joe Dispenza calls this breaking the habit of being yourself. He, of course, goes into a lot greater detail in his book about this. And I think all of this is really leading me to say thank you. Thank you for being here and holding me and allowing me to show up as I'm stepping out of my own way. I know, as I said before, that this show up until recently has been completely focused on yin yoga. And while that is still a focus of my business and my passion moving forward, I'm also leaning into offering more intuitive insight, which I think actually just came through really strongly with that whole Diana thing. Uh, and introducing different ideas and topics in because it's fucking fascinating and it is just something that feels really aligned for me to be doing. So thank you for still being here. Thank you for anyone who's new, who is loving the show. Thank you for everyone who's recently sent me emails and messages and told me in person that you're liking the show and that you're loving all of the stuff I've been putting out. Like, you know, these past four or six weeks has been 3000% more than before with people actually reaching out and talking to me and about what I'm doing, which, uh, really shows that, um, I can feel my shift and that my shift is being felt. Of course, I'm sure there are some people who have or will drop away as well, but that's okay. I can't keep myself small or in one small defined box to try to keep other people happy. And I say that it's okay, but really it takes work to be strong enough in yourself um, that it's okay for people to drop away as you shift and remold and remember your power. Being yourself in a world that seeks to keep you contained is an act of bravery and courage. Luckily, I'm remembering that I have those things in spades. Actually, I shared a song called Brave on my personal Cat Mead Instagram account a few months ago. I might share that on my um, Yin Method account. Why not? I actually wrote it for a friend, but as I said, you can't feel things that strongly that you haven't experienced yourself. So uh, anyway, yeah, I might share that. All right. I have been a busy bee working on my intro to Yin Yoga course that is going to be ready in the next week or so. In the meantime, I'd love for you to access my free Yin Yoga Basics Masterclass, and you can grab that by heading over to theyinmethod.com slash links. If you have feedback or questions or something you'd like to see me cover, send me an email at theyinmethod at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at theyinmethod. Uh, I've also started a sneaky second Instagram account. <laughs> It's called aurorasocial.co 
and I'll be starting to post a bit more on there about other types of things relating to social media for yoga teachers and wellness people uh, about getting people onto your mailing list and other fun shit in the next week or so as well. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over and follow me there too. All right. That was much longer than I was anticipating. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.